This episode of Chatty Broads is sponsored by Pretty Litter. It is the world's smartest cat litter that works overtime to keep your home smelling fresh and your cat healthy as ever. I've been using Pretty Litter pretty litter pretty much since I got my two cats, which is actually is almost three years ago. It's crazy. Um, I'm dead serious when I say this. It is the best litter of all time with Pretty Litter. The cat smell, it's basically completely non-existent thanks to their crystal-based formula. It traps odors instantly and it lasts up to a month. And not only does Pretty Litter keep your house smelling amazing, it has none of the harmful chemicals found in other litter brands, which means it's a whole lot better for you and your cat. And it also helps manage your cat's health on a whole other level. Pretty Litter's first-of-its-kind formula allows the color of the litter to change when it detects early signs of illness in your cat. Talk about a litter that works for you. Pretty Litter works for me. It traps odors. It doesn't clump. It gives me peace of mind. That's why I love it. You and your cat will love it too. Go to prettylitter.com slash chatty to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash chatty to save 20%. Prettylitter.com slash chatty. Episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, hello, Broads. Good. Remember, we're supposed to start fighting. I'm supposed to be like, just fuck. <laughs> Becca. Okay. Horde. <laughs> your internet's terrible. You're in Nicaragua. You didn't bring your mic set up. I thought we were going to record. No, you are. Well, yeah, I am in Nicaragua. We, uh, you know, we didn't have plans to record today, but. Uh, no, we did not. In fact, we had another episode booked and ready with our ads and our schedule and all that. And um, here we are. Yeah, we felt like we felt like it was important to kind of like clear the air and uh, and clarify some things. And we felt like the best way to do that was just chatting it out as we do on the pod yes there are some things to discuss um that's for sure and i want to preface a few things here number one i think there probably are a lot of people listening right now who are really upset and number two i think there are a lot of people listening right now who have no idea what's going on (laughs) like what is this episode about (laughs) i don't understand what's happening um so i think What Becca and I really want to do is just be extremely forthcoming and just have a really straightforward episode about like these are just the facts of what 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 went down, what has been going down, all of that. But we're just going to shoot it completely straight here and just be honest. There are just straight up like facts that can't really be refuted and on like on stuff on that we've said and stuff that you know our listeners have said so um yeah i think we just kind of want to like chat through all that and like clarify because i mean it's always kind of a it's always kind of hard to discern like and this is a, a strange thing about um navigating this whole world is like you're like do we and we sort of talked about this before like do we do a whole thing and talk about this or like do a majority of people not know what's going on and don't care and like is it not even worth making it a thing by like addressing anything on the podcast and Mm -hmm. I think that's always really difficult to navigate but we felt like 
I mean, I know for me, kind of the biggest thing is there's some like pretty serious, like, I don't know, some, like, some big like accusations, I guess, that I felt like uncomfortable with letting that kind of thing float around because it's sort of has to do with like our integrity. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also some things that I think deserve a, a an apology. Absolutely. Um, yes. I, or RN that I think are also good to just clear the air on. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. But I mean, before we get into that, we do have, like I said, like Jess was saying, we have a whole show slayed with ads and everything because we had a we had pre-recorded content here. So we have to jump into a word from our sponsors real quick before we dive in. Yes. Yes. We know it's awkward, but we appreciate the sponsors and we appreciate you uh, handling Um <laughs> To all uh, creative thinking folks who lack certain creative skills, hello, same. Like most people, there are creative things I am good at, like being a podcast host. Maybe I'm good at that. I'm not sure anymore, okay? But then there are creative things I just plain suck at, like designing digital assets on a website. But really, that's okay. You don't have to be good at everything when you have Squarespace to help you out. I love Squarespace. It's a uh, it's a digital platform for creative and non-creative people alike. Um, from designing a website from scratch to putting together your online retail store to marketing your art, Squarespace can handle every project easily. A lot of your favorite sites are already powered by Squarespace and it's the perfect partner for really all projects at all levels. So if you've got big creative goals for 2022, you've got to check out Squarespace. Go to squarespace.com slash chatty for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code chatty to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com slash chatty. Okay, so I think first things first, we should kind of get into like, again, like you said, a lot of people are like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> yeah, like, so um, apologies for those who are confused. We'll try to... We'll try to explain it all completely. That's what I meant before by saying that we're just going to try to put out the facts out there so that people can understand what's going down. Okay, so um, I guess like backtracking to when we said we weren't covering The Bachelor anymore. Yes. For this season. And uh, and we weren't we weren't doing it in protest of Clayton being The Bachelor or anything like that. We were doing it because we we're like, we need a break from this. We're feeling like we're entering like kind of a, like a personal and public sort of like toxic cycle. Yeah. Uh, I think you and I both talked about the fact that the, the weekly recap, it was not great for our brains and we both were feeling, yeah, it was, it, it didn't feel sustainable at that point, but it also, I know we were just getting in like a really negative headspace and like picking people apart constantly. And we just needed to have a like step away from that. I also just felt like I was dreading it. Like, I think we've had talked about this before. I felt like I felt like I was dreading watching the show, dreading recap and was kind of feeling like we were slogging through. I felt like I had to slog through the recaps and we're just like waiting for it to be over. Right. And I know I, I believe I mentioned, too, in that episode that we discussed that I was feeling really like complacent in my recapping, which made me feel uncomfortable because I'm like, OK, this is like this is our job. This is what we do for work. Like I want to do it well. And I feel like I'm just bringing kind of the same blah energy or negative energy to the table every single week. Yeah. And just like, yeah, exactly. Wanting to infuse more of just like us and just like the things that we were feeling joy from talking mm-hmm. about. Um, I do believe on that episode or a few episodes following interspersed until now we had talked about 
you know, maybe we'll watch the end of the season and uh, do a live virtual show. Mm-hmm. We had a, a live show uh, like last August for Bachelor in Paradise. And Jess and I had talked about that before Clayton's season eight even came out. We were like, that could be really fun. Um, and so I believe we had mentioned it a few times on the podcast and we had, we had specifically said live show. That's what we thought right. we'd be doing. Because that was the show we had done for Bachelor in Paradise. We had so much fun doing it. Um, We had a lot of time to prepare for that because a lot goes into that specific type of show. But like you said, we did mention in the, I believe in the uh, episode that we said that we weren't going to be recapping every week. Uh, You know, you and I both talked about too. We're like, we get that this is going to be frustrating and upsetting for some of our listeners because this is what we've been doing. So maybe it would be fun that we'll just do like the last episode and we'll do a live show about it or a virtual show or whatever. And we said that on the actual episode. And, you know, I, I wanted to say that the feedback that we got from that at the time was only positive. People were like, Oh, thank goodness. You'll, you'll, we, we liked the show before and, and we're happy that you guys will at least be covering the last episode. And so in that moment, when we were discussing that we had only received positive feedback on that end, not people who uh, were feeling frustrated at that point. Well, and I know you and I had privately talked about, or maybe we had said it in the pod too, we had talked about like watching the whole season and doing like our recap of the season on the live. Mm -hmm. And then we kind of put that idea on the back burner because the show started, we weren't watching it all. And we were like, this is awesome. (laughs) We're loving this. Totally. Um, We really didn't revisit. We personally didn't really revisit the conversation of um, of doing a show, a, a recap show with like a paywall and all that, um, until pretty recently. So as the, so the bros, the chatty bros, bros have been recapping and like maybe two weeks ago, I think it was when they were doing like fantasy, the fantasy sweets week, we were sort of like, Oh, let I want to watch. Like, just even personally, I was like, I want to watch the end of the season. I'm seeing stuff on social media. I'm walking into the room when Gray's watching it, and I'm pretty like, I'm pretty captivated. And for me, that was just a big thing because, like I was saying, I was dreading watching the show. I was dreading recapping it. So I got kind of excited. I was like, Oh, damn! Now I'm getting, I'm getting like kind of restoked on watching this. Like, kind of want to talk about it, right? But I think it, it literally wasn't, and. uh I will say right off the top, this was a huge mistake and I will personally never make this mistake again. It was probably about literally a week and a half ago, like 10 days ago, when we were like, you know what, let's try to do, let's try to do that. Us personally, I don't think we said it on the pod yet. We were like, let's try to do. No, we did. We started throwing it out in the pod, which is, by the way, another mistake that I'm like, I'm not going to start. Yeah, it's 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 it's, you know, so if when the broads are listening and we're going, we think we're going to do this live show and we're just spitballing instead of just waiting until we know for sure exactly what it's going to look like. Yeah. Here's the other thing. We had not talked with like our network or the third party platform yet that we were going to be doing the show with. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, again, we're kind of like, okay. This was our thought. Like, okay, we got to start talking about it now and promoing now because if we're going to do it before I have to leave the country on the 20th, okay, we got to start, we got to start getting promo out. And it's kind of like when we tell everybody that we're going to, that merch is coming and then cut to like six months later. The fact of the matter is one of the things I'm absolutely learning is that like, you have to be careful what you throw out 
to to people who are like supportive and excited to be participating in the show instead of it just being like we're gonna do this we're gonna do this and there's all these great ideas and we're all excited and we're genuinely excited about them but then the actual like output might take longer or it might be done too quickly etc so I guess that was only I guess that was only like a week and a half ago when we were we were saying like yeah we're gonna do this live show we're gonna do this live show so and to be honest there like I don't really know I mean I guess I do know why we were stuck on the live show we had so much fun with it last time when we did it last summer uh it was a big success we were kind of like oh People like the exclusive stuff. And then also, of course, I mean. And also, here's the thing. And this feels a little weird to say, but it's just kind of like how Patreon is. There is a little bit of a safety of being like we can say things that maybe we wouldn't say on a podcast when it comes to something behind a paywall. Um, There's kind of just more of a there's more of a safety there. I don't know how else to say it. But there's this thing when we're talking about The Bachelor that, you know, people can get heated about this and that. And there's this idea of like, hey, we get to have a conversation and like feel like it's stays in this little bubble or something. Well, and also so there's the thing, too. I I completely agree with that. It's like there is the exclusivity on our end, too, where it's like we can have a more like loose conversation is sort Mm -hmm. of what it feels like. Um, But also like. So yes, we did see it as a re- added revenue stream, but in sure. the exact same way we did with the live show before. And w- trust me, we will get into, I, I want to get into more stuff that I want to clarify and apologize for, but I just want to say too, that um, I, the way that I was looking at it is, of course, you're like, yes, this is, this is, this is more money, but also people love this. When we did our sure. last live show, people loved it. They're like, and we had a blast. <laughs> yeah do more of these. This was so much fun. We had a great time. It's something totally different. Um, so I, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting. Never once did it never once when we were talking about it. And, and like I said, I'll clarify and apologize because we straight up did not think about a couple aspects, but not once did I actually think that any was anyone was going to be bummed about doing a $10 virtual show. I, I it literally like did not cross my mind. And then I will get into why it was an issue. And I, I get why it was an issue. So anyway, that's kind of what was going on behind the scenes. And then we started talking to our network. We started um, trying to find a third party platform to do the show through. There's a lot of people and a lot of phone calls that have to go on behind yeah. it happening. Yeah. yeah. And it was, um, and this is just, exactly what happened part of it was we so when we did the live show last time we were in the studio with our network and we had a full team of people that was operating the live show Mm -hmm. so we found um it's like it was going to be kind of a mess trying to get into the studio in a short amount of time because like i said we were only planning this a week in advance bad idea um so then yeah bad idea so then we found this like this third party platform to do the show through who were awesome, by the way, shout out the people that we worked with were amazing. They were great. However, they did not have a team on the ground in LA. And so this is now a few days after we've already put out the stuff for the show. And so 
we were talking to them and we were like, all right, well, what if we just like, what if we just pre-recorded it? That way we don't have to worry about any technical glitches. Last time actually we did the live show, people were, some people were having issues with the stream. It was kind of glitchy. Yeah, there the, were- last, the last thing we wanted was to be in here and then all of a sudden, like the system crashes or people are having all these issues and they paid for it. And there's all these technical issues. And that's really fucking frustrating. Also, our Evans, our like post-production, like our audio producer. So we were mm-hmm. like, OK, he's going to have to be the one running the show here. Otherwise, we're going to have to scramble to find someone who would do this. We want to be able to do it with all four of us. We had so much fun last time. OK, so then we're talking to them and uh and the the our network, everyone's like, oh, that's no problem. It, pretty much everyone pre-records theirs. Just make sure that we don't have any messaging, calling it specifically like a live show. You have to call it a virtual show. And this is where like we were not thinking. We were not thinking like I can just straight up say I was not even thinking about how we had been calling it a live show, which is a huge misstep it was it was when as soon as we got like the the um green light that we were like okay we're gonna actually be able to do this and we started um you know uh talking about it like where we were giving specific times and dates we were like okay so it's not gonna be live it's gonna be virtual like it's called a virtual show and we're not gonna call it it live did not say that on the podcast which in hindsight i totally realized that we should so we should have sorry what did you say you cut off a second in hindsight we 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 did not have this conversation on the podcast which would have been good because you know what you what you just said about the conversation we were having was like okay it's not going to be live it's going to be a virtual show this is the conversation we're having off mic and then we're going okay we're we're gonna go we're just gonna start calling it a virtual show um well yeah and i want to say this too so these types of shows, um, most of, you know, music and podcasts and stuff, they say live streaming, right? And it's technically recorded a little bit before, but we wanted to make sure that it didn't say live streaming or allude to anything, excuse me, allude to anything live. We wanted to make sure that it said just virtual. By the way, on the website, people pointed out after we, we didn't even catch this on the website, it says live stream at six on Saturday. Okay, and, well, there you go. And that's which, so, and, and that's super confusing. And like you said, well, also we had been saying live. Yes. And that's the thing. And so then going back, when you and I are ping ponging about like on sitting on the couch on our podcast, going, oh, we think we want to do another live show. We want to do another live show. Yeah. And then we find out like, oh, okay, like we're probably going to have technical difficulties. It's going to be rough. We don't want to ask people to pay and then for it to be crashing. So we're just going to pre record it like the day before and then put it out. Um, and, uh, so let's make sure like when we're talking about it on the podcast, we just, we're calling it a virtual show. We're not going to say it's live, like, because it's not, well, we, we wouldn't, obviously we do not want to lie or disappoint or screw over the listeners that we love so much, no. but, but what I'm very aware of is that intention does not equal impact. And our intention obviously was not by any means to deceive anyone or no. screw over anyone. But the impact of what happened was that it a thousand percent seemed like, excuse me, you guys had been saying it was live. And now this looks like it's pre-recorded, and that's fucking frustrating. And yeah. for 
And for that, I am so sorry. Like that sucks. And yeah, it it's it was it was truly one of those things where and there's multiple layers of this and we'll talk about it. Truly one of those things where we were like got super hyped about the idea. Uh the people around us were like, "Yeah, it's going to be great. Like the last one was great. Like let's we'll do it. We'll do it. We're going to have fun." And we got excited and we're like, "Great." And we rushed it and it should have been ru- shouldn't have been rushed and we were talking about it on the podcast and throwing around live show and not just being really intentional and making sure that we're clarifying everything. And then we hopped and we're rushing on the podcast to record intros, you know, because we're on a time schedule being like, okay, make sure okay, it's a virtual show. Da, 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 and we're just bang, bang, boom. Well, and also like, I, I, and this isn't making excuse, but this is just the facts of like kind of where we're coming from. The professionals that we're having conversations with, uh, they're all saying, no, they're all saying no one gives a fuck if it's live. Everyone does pre-recorded live shows. That's just what everyone does. And so that's the other thing, too. We're like, all right, no big. Like, I I did not. And I'm, I'm just going to say this, too. Like, if we, I do not I do not want to deceive people or lie to people or scam people or trick people like I don't want that karma out there and also if we were trying to lie and trick people (laughs) it's just like i like there were things where i knew that like the bros were recording there like like okay that night when we did when we pre-recorded the show like the bros recorded something to put on the top of their episode that was coming out friday promoing it like yeah i knew that they were going to be wearing the same outfits in the youtube like we we weren't trying to pull one over on anybody no not at all I'm I'm very aware that there was like a lot of proof that it that it wasn't live and and that's because no. we weren't trying to And that's to- what I'm saying when I say the intention versus impact it's like the intention there was no part Yeah like I I, I want to make something clear the last thing Becca and I want after all the years of support <laughs> from from our podcast listeners is to be like we gotcha, Scrooge, yet, and we're going to lie to you. That is no. abs. It is so far. We were not attempting to hide or sneak or do anything like that. And I really do want to make that clear. So when people are throwing around scam and these I'm wild like, I, words, I mean, I, I'm, I mean, obviously devastated. Like it is, it was absolutely fucking devastating because that is so not the intention. But the impact at the but the but the impact at the end of the day was the fact that we had said it in previous episodes in the in the old episodes and yeah it's like I get that like we we ultimately we were saying the week before that it was going to be live and like that was that was a lie ultimately right so I do like I I get that right a thousand percent um and so. And I think like both can be true. Like, yeah, did it. And like, was that not the truth? Yeah. Were we trying to scam people and deliberately deceive them? Like, no, what it was, was we had a plan to do something. And literally up until the ninth hour, that was what we were going to do. And then we changed our minds because of potential technical difficulties and and impulsivity. uh, yeah. 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 And then we just did it quick. And because of doing it quick and hi, what we talk about on this show all the time, communicating, a.k.a. the not communicating and just busting it out there. It was sloppy. It was was fucking sloppy. 
And another thing that people were pissed about, which I totally understand, uh, that again, we didn't think about, which is, was, yeah, sloppy and rushed and all those things. We, like, legitimately, no, none of the four of us thought about the fact of, like, oh, the bros have been covering this whole season every Friday. And now everyone who's been listening to their recaps now won't be able to listen to their thoughts on the finale. They're going to have to like, if they, if they can't or don't want to pay for it. And especially in, in, Oh yeah. Duh. Yeah. And especially just. I'm so embarrassed that that was not something, especially like currently with just how money is and there's people and you all have been listening and supporting the bros and are so excited for the finale. And our brain is like, it's going to be more fun because we're going to be there, too. And then it's like behind this paywall and people are frustrated. And I am I'm so sorry. OK, let's take a break. We have to take a break real quick. And then I let's keep talking about let's, okay. let's keep. Oh, yeah. Jeez. And I know this is so awkward. And I. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's not awkward because it is our show and it's a Tuesday and we have the podcast and this is our job and it's what we do. There's, you know, it's like this This is what we've been doing for the past three and a half years. Yeah, we have ads on our podcast episode, which, by the way, this is another thing to to talk about. But anyway, all right, let's get into this real quick and then okay, back broads. to this. Um, parents or people with kids in their life in any capacity. Are you OK? I mean, we're a little over half no. of the school year. <laughs> we're not OK. <laughs> And I'm going to say for myself, at least, there are definitely days I'm not doing too hot. The primary reason for that is, and I'm sure every parent can relate, I con- I'm i constantly tasked with finding things that help my daughter in her early learning outside of school. And I'll be honest, sometimes I don't know if I'm doing a great job. And if I have or if you have little learners at home, then we have got to tell you about our favorite early learning partner of all time, KiwiCo. You love KiwiCo. Um, they're a subscription-based box. They deliver science and art projects that celebrate children's natural curiosity and spark a love of lifelong learning. So each month, KiwiCo lets your kiddos explore different, exciting subjects from rainbows to rocket ships and all the things in between. And the projects come right to your door, ready to assemble with everything you need, including included in the box. So you can spend more time playing and learning with your little ones and less time searching the house for glue sticks and scissors. Broads, when my daughter's KiwiCo crate arrived, it is like Christmas at our house. She gets so excited. Whatever else we have planned for the day gets pushed back because opening the Kiwi crate becomes the highlight of the day. It's been so much fun to watch her learn new subjects in a way that makes sense to her and watching her confidence in herself get a boost when she completes a crate is priceless. Step into spring and celebrate the season of discovery with a KiwiCo subscription. Get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code chatty at KiwiCo.com. That's 30% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com promo code chatty. So when I find something I love, I get just a little obsessive. For example, I recently found my new favorite taco spot close to our house. And some people might be excited about their newfound favorite taco spot and go once every few weeks, but not me. I've been five times in the last two weeks. Okay. Um, When something works, I'm just all about it, which is probably also explaining why my closet is starting to be completely taken over by the shoes, bags, and accessories from one of our current favorite uh, brands, Rothy's. When it comes to an everyday shoe obsession, Rothy's just makes sense. From the time you take them out of the box to the 100th time you wear them, they just work. So let's start off with comfort. 
because in my opinion, that's the most important part about finding your next shoe. Not to be dramatic, but I don't think I've ever worn a pair of shoes that is as comfortable right off the bat as my Rothy's. There's no break-in period at all. Rothy's are comfortable from day one. And here's what makes Rothy's feel really different, okay? When you think your shoes need a little refresh, all you have to do is toss them in the washer and they will come out looking brand freaking new. That's right. All Rothy's shoes, bags, and accessories are 100% machine washable. It doesn't get much better than that. I toss mine in the wash every month or so, and it has made each pair last like four times longer than my other flats and sneakers. Step up your shoes and accessories this spring and get ready to be asked, are those Rothy's? Which, by the way, I do to other people. Uh, plus, get $30. <laughs> First purchase at rothys.com slash chatty. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash chatty. Um, okay, so what I was saying is, like, I was, I'm embarrassed. Like, the the fact that, you know, like I was saying, we got so, it just was so, it was, it was careless, and it was quick, and it wasn't thought through, and we blazed through it and thought, we had so much fun last time, this will be great. We're excited to watch the last two episodes. Let's do this. And didn't think about the fact that we have amazing listeners who have been like going through because we're not recapping it. I think that's why we didn't think about it because we're like, we just haven't been involved in this. But the fact is that there's been broads who have been sticking by the bros who are waiting, super excited to hear them talk about this insane finale. And then we're like, put it behind a paywall. And that's fucking frustrating. But then, okay, so then we're like... And, you know, these things happen. And that's when it was like, all right, so let's just have, we'll still have the bros talk about the finale next week. We did not think this through, but let's remedy it. Let's make sure people can still hear about it. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if they can't or don't want to pay for the show. Totally get that. Let's have them talk about it next week on their episode. Um, so, so yeah. And I, I think what I also want to just let people know, too, is I know it can sometimes feel like there's, like total um like when there's silence i i understand like i just don't want people to think that we we literally never just go oh heard that let's you know whatever there are always so many constant behind the scenes conversations and we do have a really large show and it there do have to be a lot of conversations about how we're going to navigate things yeah also contracts are coming into play like that was that Jess literally was like maybe we should just cancel it and I was like no dude we already have this contract with the platform we've already been telling people we're gonna do it like let's just let's just do it we'll make sure that the bros cover the finale that way people aren't disappointed about that they'll still get to have them like they'll still have to get to have them recapping the finale but um let's let's just you know all right yeah no you're that's, that is important. I think the 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 silence, if there is silence, please know that there's typically 17 phone calls happening behind the scenes. Yeah. And a lot of times we won't address sometimes something either ever or right away um, with topics like this because we're t- trying to wait to make sure we don't make a promise then. When we make a mistake like this, it's like, fuck, okay, we need to yeah. remedy this. We don't want to then make a promise that then... Uh, Which is by the way, we made the mistake of, with the live show of speaking too soon yep. before we clarified things. And so that's, that's like, it take, we've got to take time and, and we've got to use our discernment on how and when to talk about certain things. And exactly. 
times, sometimes we miss the mark. Sometimes we don't. I mean, it's part of being human and using our discernment on, uh, on how, on how to handle, on how to handle, how to handle this stuff. Yeah. And Uh, especially when it comes to business stuff, like hi, hello, massive imposter syndrome over here. Like when it comes to business stuff, I'm like, I will be the first to tell you that I'm like very new to this. And so when I'm trying to work through certain things too, I'm like, okay, yeah, we'll be able to do this without realizing that there are four people attached to that, that we have to talk to everybody before we can get approval here. And then that's going to take like a week. So I'm saying, we'll know in an hour and it'll take a week. I mean, like, that's just, so a lot of times what we've then started to do is there's quiet until we know for sure that we can say, this is what's going to happen. And in this situation, there was a huge mistake on our end and which we are so very sorry for. Um, And- are you talking about with the the bros recapping or or what part are you talking about which which mistake here i'm like both (laughs) with 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 the the live show verbiage beforehand and that getting thrown around beforehand and then also just uh you know making sure that even if we did do an episode for me it was like as far as us doing an episode with the bros about the finale, I'm like, I think that's super fun and a great idea. But we also then need to make sure that, again, that was being communicated beforehand and it not being like the bros every week being like, we can't wait to talk oh. about the finale and everyone getting super excited and then just being like, oh, by the way, there's this. Yeah. So, I mean, and I was just saying, like, I guess, I guess we thought we we're like, OK, we remedied that. People are still going to get their recap from the bros like um and and we'll yeah so we're like okay let's let's do it um and there's something else I don't remember oh and I was just thinking when you're talking about going through the channels of talking to different people even when and now we're jumping ahead even when we were like hey we want to refund everyone everyone on our teams is like everything like we're saying everything's like pre-recorded live like are you sure are you sure and we're like yeah we definitely want to but like because yeah and and that's the thing and and because we fucked up yeah we fucked up yeah and we want to make sure that everyone's refunded and the again the last thing in the entire world that we want is for people to spend their money and be then disappointed or frustrated or feel like we were dishonest. Like it would, yeah, no. Well, and look, it's, it, it, this is not easy to navigate. Literally someone is always, will always be unhappy about something. And it's funny because when we're taught, we're like, should we even do this? And it's like, well, then people will think we're making an excuse. And it's like, okay, we can, we truly cannot please everyone. But we felt like the last, it, it is so not worth it to make any amount of money if people feel like they're being deceived and tricked and scammed. Like, no, no, no amount of money is worth that. So, okay. So anyway, we, we do the show and then on Sunday morning, or we release the show, I should say, we release the show and then Sunday morning, we're seeing so many comments, so many DMs of people being like, yeah, like I felt tricked. I felt lied to that you said it was going to be alive was not alive. So then immediately Jess and I are on the phone immediately. I was like, Jess threw out like something about refunding. And I was like, yeah, I'm 100% down. Like, I don't care. Like we, we have to pay out percentages and like fees to the platforms and our agents. And we're like, who cares? Let's, 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 and I'm not saying that to be like a martyr or anything, but you know what I mean? We're like, okay, let's, let's cover it. Like, I want people to know that we... No, we made a mistake and we want to make we sure that people like, are... Make- 
Yes, we need to make it right. Yes. Um. So anyway, so so and even that took a little while, and we were like, I, immediately we're like, we okay, we should we learn something. We should not post immediately that we're going to refund people. We've got to make sure we talk to everyone first to make sure that's something we can actually yeah, do. Yeah. So a- I just also I just want to say thank you so much. You're probably not listening, but thank you so much to the teams because we were calling them on a Sunday and like, you know, trying to, them. trying to I, make sure that this all got the ball rolling and there were people behind making sure that everything was, you know, taking a million calls with us. So, um, yes, Becca and I, we were trying to learn here and trying to get better. And so we're like, we are not going to we are not going to announce until we know for sure that this is going to be emailed or sent out and people will like yes exactly we need to figure out and make sure that they know that we'll be paying them out and all this stuff like we just had to get all that figured out and we're fucking impulsive bitches and and me and this is what has always gotten us in trouble it's like let's say that let's do that let's say we're gonna do that and uh yeah and that's yeah learning lesson so so speaking of that i uh, Currently, if I look down at my phone throughout this episode, it's I'm emailing. So I apologize. Um, when this episode comes out, um, you should have or will be in the next like 48 hours. If you were, uh, if you did purchase a ticket to the live show, you should be receiving an email that lets you know that a refund is coming your way from the streaming service. Um, and also that you can still have access to watch the episode for uh, the remainder of those days. Um, but that you, the money will be getting refunded. So just FYI, that's, that is coming yeah. if it has yeah. not already when this episode comes out. There, there's also like processing times. Like just, I would, I think they said that sometimes the refunds can take up, just please know that like the platform we're working with, they're the ones in charge of refunds. They told us it would happen. It can sometimes take up to two weeks for the processing time. So like, just please know that like we're gonna we're going to make sure that happens they said it will happen it might not be within like 24 hours but it is going to happen you all are going to get your money back just please know that we're not just saying that or anything and that everything's all the balls are rolling in the works to make sure that that gets taken care of yes um uh Oh my God. And then off of that too, just like a side note, I want to apologize too, because I, and it, it's like embarrassing to say, but I like to comment that used a phrase referring to other listeners as uh, broke ass lames. And uh, I, like, it's kind of ridiculous to say it out loud, but yeah, like, and, 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 I don't need, like I, I immediately wanted to go into like here's why I even liked that comment whatever whatever uh, that's not necessary it's just like I get how that feels being someone who is validly frustrated and then being like oh my god and then the person who is involved with this thing that made me feel frustrated and deceived uh is like liking something that's a direct insult to me and mm-hmm. so I want to apologize for that and say I totally understand how that feels like a slap in the face and um and again, it was just like, I think another just piece in a series for me, of just like carelessness, recklessness, and just being like impulsive and not taking the time to like really think about like, okay, how am, 
the, how is the way that I'm going about things going to like make other people feel? And I think that's something that just, it's like, needs to be a process of getting better at like, okay, how, and it's such a, it's like the lifelong process, especially just with us doing stuff in the public eye. And, um, it's just like, it's so difficult. And I think that I make a lot of mistakes around this because to be in the public eye and to be either as an influencer, podcast or whatever, you have to give a fuck about people and simultaneously, simultaneously, you have to not give a fuck about people at the exact mm-hmm. same time. And and I feel like some people might be like, what are you talking about? Um, but I know just with like you doing the podcast for the last three and a half years, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, a thousand like, percent. It's, it's, it's this piece where it's like, you need to care about the impact and the things that you're putting out there. You need to care about the, uh, the call-ins that happen. You need to care about the people who are caring about you. And you do that automatically happens because you're like, you're supporting me. Like it means everything. But then simultaneously, there are a lot of people like I'll use this as an example. So um, and I'm going to get into this a little more soon and talk about social media because I want to be super open about a couple things. Um, but yesterday morning, um, I heard what was happening. I've been staying off social media recently, but I heard what was going down. So I opened my social media and I um, went into my DMs. And the first DM I got was from a Broad Squad member who sent a message that said how truly frustrated and disappointed she was and explained it to me. And we had a really good conversation. And obviously it hurts because you're like, fuck, I made a mistake and I hurt people who I don't want to hurt. And, but I was so, I was so appreciative of the message because she really did explain everything to me and the why and the reasons from the disappointment. And I, and, and I really appreciated it. The second message was a message uh, from someone who was upset. And then the third message was a message from someone who said that your child would be better off if you were dead. (laughs) And so in that way, you're kind of living in this thing where, yes, you have to care, but then you simultaneously cannot fucking care because that type of shit will destroy you. Yeah. Yeah. And you can also ask literally any podcaster or influencer um, I know some people would say like, well, Becca, there's always controversy with you because you're always doing something wrong or whatever. But I literally know from the most like white bread and butter influencers who spread nothing but positivity and outfits that there is always something with them. There is all, literally always someone who has a problem with something. So you, it's so difficult sometimes to attune your brain to be like, tune it out. Otherwise you will be, and Jess and I have talked about this so much privately. Otherwise you will spiral. You will ruin your life. You will ruin all the people's lives around you because you will be an insane nightmare to be around. You will be, you will not be present with your children. You will not be present with your spouse because you will constantly be on a bender of getting sucked into the vortex of people's opinions. Yeah. So it's a really. Being like, 
fuck, I, I do need to give a fuck. I do need to give a fuck about my actions. Yeah. I do need to give a fuck about how I'm affecting people. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, it's a really yeah. hard balance to strike. And I know that I, I really struggle with that balance big time. I think I'll go, I go too hard either way sometimes where it's like, I can't, I have to, I can't not, I can't fully tune out. And again, I'll get into that in a second, but then it's also, I can't let every comment that comes in dictate how I'm going to be with my child that day. Um, but okay. So yeah, so I wanted, I wanted to say something before I do, I just want to kind of wrap up what we were talking about and just say again, I am so sorry to the people who were disappointed the people who we hurt and who feel frustrated so valid and we are so sorry and we are doing our best to remedy this. I just want to, I just want to make sure that that is like we fucked up and I'm so sorry. And I also just want to say to just a massive thank you for everyone who supports us. Like, and also everyone who's been honest, like I I do, I just want to say thank you. It does mean a lot. And in situations like this, you know, sometimes I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm not being a good podcaster right now. I got a million thoughts in my no. brain. I'm trying to make, I'm trying to make sure that they're communicated correctly because I do, I feel really, I, I, I do feel really strongly about this and I just, I want it to be communicated. So yeah, you're a great podcaster. Um, <laughs> I think also like, uh, I just want people to know too, that like, this has been a huge lesson for us in making sure that we're being intentional and thoughtful, especially when we're going about things that like, I mean, obviously people, when people are paying for shit, that's a big deal, but just outside that, like making sure that we're going to hold to our word when it comes to this kind of stuff. And just, I don't know, just really taking more time to just think over things and, and not try to rush things. I don't know. All I can say is that I know it's just been a big learning lesson for us. I'm not saying that like, oh, but we're doing our next live show in May. Buy tickets now. Um, no, it's like, I I don't know. I just want people to know that it is, um, like just was saying, it's, it's like, I, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like for me, like having integrity and being honest is really, really, really important to me. And I realized that we didn't really do that in this situation, regardless of whether or not it was on purpose. And, um, I'm really disappointed. I'm really disappointed about that. And I don't want to do that again. Mm -hmm. And I just want, I just want people to know, to know that too. Um, that it's like, it's not, it's in, yeah, I, I, it's not just because like, oh, so many people that we had to address it. Like, I just want people to know that like, just for me as a person with the things that I value, like, I don't want to be that kind of person. I don't want to be someone that is dishonest or is schemy or, or anything like that. So, um, so yeah. And yeah, I, I also think that I want to acknowledge like, I've been thinking about this a lot, like the past week. And I realized too, that we are not entitled to any sport. We are not entitled to anyone's, you know, emotional sport, much less financial sport. And we're not entitled to receive nice messages. We're not entitled for people to just ride or die for us, regardless of 
what we do or how we fuck up. Like, um, we're not entitled to that. And I don't know. I've just been thinking about like how, like ultimately no one's really in, in, I don't know. It's just, I, I just recognize that we're not, we're not entitled to people treating us nicely because they like us or because they've loved our content for years or because we put out like, you know, free content or whatever. Um, yeah. Just wanted to say that. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, I think that's really important. I completely agree with you. And I kind of off of that, off of not being mm-hmm. entitled to support and um, people ride or dying. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about something involving social media. Um, before that, we do have to take one more quick yeah. pause. We do have to take one more quick yeah. pause. Our ads, if you're listening to our podcast. <laughs> kidding, kidding. Skip <laughs> ahead. um so broads here's the thing i love these cute photos you find on pinterest with elaborate gallery walls of expertly curated art and family photos but like how you know love the execution 100 but absolutely cannot get the vision in my head because it feels like there are just so many directions hanging photos or art could go which is why i recommend frame bridge to literally everyone i know because they are the experts and when it comes to stuff like this you'll never regret leaving it up to people who know what they are doing FrameBridge makes it easier and more affordable than ever to frame your favorite things without ever leaving the house. I am obsessed with FrameBridge. You can add a gallery wall to your home office. By the way, they have templates for these gallery walls where you can pick your photos and they'll like have a whole layout of different frames, like perfectly fitted to a certain size and space on your wall. You can do art prints. You can do diplomas just about anything. All you have to do is go to framebridge.com to upload your photos, or you can actually, um, they'll send you packing stuff so you can mail in your physical pieces if you'd rather. And then you can preview your items online in dozens of different frame styles or gallery layouts and see what you like best. Once you've made your virtual decisions, the expert experts at FrameBridge will make sure that your pieces are perfectly framed and they will ship those right to your door, ready to hang when they're finished. You'll save time, no doubt, but you'll also save tons of money when you use FrameBridge. Their prices start at just $39 and shipping is free. Sometimes the shipping's really, really fast too. Like I'm yeah. talking like, yeah, very fast. It's perfect if you just upload your photos online. Great gift, Father's Day, Mother's Day present, all that. Anyway, get started today. Frame your photos or send someone the perfect gift and go to framebridge.com. Use promo code CHATTYBROADS to save an additional 15% off your first order. Just go to framebridge.com, promo code CHATTYBROADS, framebridge.com, promo code CHATTYBROADS. So are you guys ready for today's sad fact? Okay, here we go. Are you ready? Did you all know that an estimated 5 billion plastic bottles end up being thrown away each year just from hand soap and cleaning products? 5 billion. I mean, we love a clean house and germ-free hands here at Chatty Broads, but at what cost? And that's why we love Blueland so much. It's the revolutionary uh, refill cleaning system that is working to reduce plastic waste caused from household cleaning products. So the whole idea of Blue Land is really just one bottle, refill it forever. We have the best-selling cleaning essentials kit at my house. It's been a game changer. I go through a lot of counter spray because kids. And now whenever I need more, I can just pop in one of the spray cleaner tablets in my Blue Land bottle, fill it with water. In moments, I've got a brand new supply ready to go. And they've actually also brought back their toilet tablet cleaner, 
cleaning the bathroom has never been easier. Also, it is so much better for storage because I can literally have like a whole year's worth of supplies. But since they're just in little tablet form, it's going to take off, take up like one jar full of space in my cabinet. It's freaking amazing. I love Blue Land Um, and pick them up while they're still in stock. The um, the toilet tablet cleaners, too. Girl, you know that I already did. Uh, obviously, Blue Land is way better for the planet. It's way more convenient, but it's also way less expensive. Clean household products can be pricey, and it feels like they are constantly being replaced. But when, but with Blue Land, the Forever bottle starts at just ten dollars, uh, which are meant to be reused forever, by the way. Uh, and refill tablets started just two dollars. Try Blue Land today; you'll love, and the planet will thank you. Right now, get 20% off your first order when you go to blueland.com slash chatty. That's 20% off your first order of any Blueland products at blueland.com slash chatty. That's blueland.com slash chatty. Um, okay, so what I wanted to talk about was um, social media. And I just wanted to share this uh, personally um, for myself. And if I'm being completely honest, I feel a little uncomfy saying this because I don't think that it's like the most flattering thing, but it's just the truth of the matter. (laughs) So, um, and the timing of this is just rough and I just want to really acknowledge this. So, uh, probably about a month ago now, I guess we put out our internet warfare episode, (laughs) which was us talking about, uh, you know, people, saying mean things and giving us heat on social media and us being over it. But at that, in that same breath, we also talked about how we, it's not about getting called in or criticism. Like we can handle criticism. We can handle getting called in. And I wanted to make that. And I made that very like, this is true. I can get called in. I can handle criticism. This isn't the case. Um, and right around that time, Uh, I started having a really gnarly struggle the past month with my mental health and I fully shut down on social media. Like I'm talking like maybe in the past month have checked like a handful of DMs, including like primary DMs, like from people that I follow um, and have not looked at any comments and I just want to I want to talk say two things. Number one, I know that that fucking sucks. It sucks because I think I I came on the episode and I was like, I can handle criticism. I can handle getting called in. Da 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 da. And then I'm just like, bye, disappeared. And everyone who's then wanting to reach me have things that they want to share, be seen, have criticisms that honestly, too, I believe that I need to see to grow and to process certain things. But at this in this specific space, um, at this specific time, I'm like, I cannot handle it with my mental health. Yeah. Like, I have to step away. And I is the truth is sometimes like I'm not saying you I'm saying in general, like sometimes people are not in the place to be able to handle criticism. And, you know, for me, it's like, it's, and this is, I guess, where it, I, it, it, I like, I feel embarrassed saying this um, because I know we talk about bipolar and obviously, like, obviously we talk about, like, you know, people are wanting to champion people with mental health issues now and that's amazing, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't embarrass me. Like, it embarrasses me when I get a certain way. 
Um, and with my mania, the truth is I really, really value. And when we talked about getting called in in criticism, I sincerely value people and things that they have reached out and say that, Hey, these are things that need to be acknowledged. These are things where you made these mistakes and you said this thing that's, you know, it's problematic, it's hurtful, it's toxic. And I have to be real with you. In the past three years, I am so grateful because I am not the same person I was when I started this podcast. And it means everything. Um, and I value it so much. The truth is when I am manic, um, I don't receive those words the way that I would like to receive them in the way that like I feel like they are important for me to receive they are important things for me to receive and when I am manic I either fully spiral and I and it's really bad and it's not healthy or safe for me and my family or two I get fucking defensive and I don't hear it at all just depending on where I'm where I am in like my specific cycle. And then the thing that's weird to fucking weird about it too, is that with bipolar, I don't know who I'm like when I'm in a, in a certain space, I don't know who I'm going to wake up to because Mm. when I go to bed at night, I might be having a euphoric mania and going, yes, I am going to check all these comments. I am ready to receive. I am here. I am ready to grow and learn and talk And then when I wake up in the morning, I sometimes wake up to an absolute like manic depressive moment where I'm like, I can barely function. And I feel like I need, like, I'm scared. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's hard. And I feel like I have made fucking promises Mm -hmm. to sometimes people in the DMs on this podcast where I say, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to address it. You're right. And I just want to say in that moment, I mean that fully, but I understand then that it's not getting that that output isn't happening. And that sucks. It does. And I, and I, I would imagine that it's frustrating for people. I also would imagine it's frustrating for people because, you know, maybe a year ago when I was feeling really good, I was responding to DMs. I was responding to comments because I was able to receive and it was healthy and yeah, they could be hard and they could be getting called in and constructive, but I was there and whatever. And right now that's not where I'm at. And I would, I would imagine that that's really fucking frustrating for people who are like, why are you just gone? I'm also going to be real too. It all comes at an exchange too. Like in the times where, like you're saying, I have been most engaged in DMs, comments with people is also the times where I have been the least engaged with the people around me in my life. Yes. And yeah. So there, there definitely is a balance. Achieving it is something I think we're both constantly trying to strive for, but uh, balance is not always there. And, and also just like, I think that, and, and I, and I know what you're saying, cause you're not saying don't send me those things. It's just being like, dude, I get that. I'm not always showing up in the way that maybe people expect or that I have, I have said that I'm going to show up yeah. in. Yeah. Um, and. <sighs> and I feel like I'm this is a and I this is why I wanted to put this out there and, and, and 
and apologize because I, like you were saying, when I say I'm going to show up in a certain way and I don't, that's not okay. Because it's not like I put out this boundary and made this clear, like, I'm not going to go there and I'm not going to engage here, da, 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 da. And then, you know, people are pushing past that boundary. I say I'm going to engage in certain ways and I don't fucking show up. Mm. And I'm really, really sorry for that. I, I genuinely am. And I want to say that I know there are things that people are frustrated or angry with us about that we've discussed. And I just wanted to say that, like, like I said, in this past, these past few weeks, I have not been going in my DMs and going in comments to number one, protect myself because I have not been doing well. Um, and number two, save some of those that I can go back to when I am ready to receive because I do value them. And sometimes... Sometimes, too, when there, when there are people who are frustrated or hurt or angry about something, I think I have a lot of growing that I need to do. And I think sometimes I'll say shit off the cuff that's hurtful or I'll say shit that's callous or I'll say shit that propagates a problem and I recognize that I have a lot of growing and learning that I need to do but I also have to be honest and recognize with the, or and, and acknowledge that I'm also sometimes I'm not an expert and sometimes I want to be careful before jumping into a conversation that I'm educated, that I get more educated in something that I do. You, do you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know if I'm, if I'm explaining this. Yeah. I'm going to be also kind of the bad guy. Cause that seems to be that the role that I'm playing on this podcast at this point, sometimes how it feels, which is something that I want to talk about too. And um, I'm going to be really straight. And sometimes, sometimes we straight up just like don't agree. Like, no, I don't feel like this needs to be addressed. Oh, sure. Yeah. No, sometimes. Yeah. I know that, that, I know that sometimes people get pissed off, but like, I know that Jess and I also feel like if, if we don't feel like something needs to be addressed, we are no longer at the place where we are going to address something simply because people are upset. And I know that's not, I know people don't like that, mm -hmm. but. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know what. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, no, sometimes yeah, it's it's something where, you know, we don't agree or we don't think it needs to be addressed and like I said sometimes it's like I don't have the capacity to hold space at that moment, right? You know, obviously like with my mental health, <laughs> my mental illness, like I have to learn how to hold space 
for my immediate family and the close friends around me without getting defensive or spiraling. And that is my journey. But sometimes I can't hold space for a thousand voices over something when I'm not doing well, or even if I am sometimes. And so I think what what I'm trying to say is just that like, I don't want people to not feel seen and I don't want people to and I, I don't want people to not feel seen. And I also wanted to apologize for all of those times that I said I was going to show up in a certain way and said, and, and I didn't. Yeah. And I think also just, it's not your responsibility to make people feel seen or heard. I'm just going to throw that out there. Like, I think that if you've said that you will, that's, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think when I say I, that, and that's the problem here, and that's where I'm trying to really grow and, 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 and figure out what is what is healthiest and what is best. And if that means honestly that people are like, I'm disappointed in you. I don't like this anymore. I have a problem with you. I totally get that. And everyone, like, I completely respect that. Completely respect that. Um, But I'm trying to figure that out because I, I sometimes that's the problem is I say I'm going to show up and I don't. Mm. And then, yeah, people are going to get fucking pissed off and they have the right to. And they and have the that, right to. Well, and then I think that that is also where the where it's like the intention. It's like, oh, was my intention to like it, because I thought this was important and or was my intention to like make this person happy? Totally. And that's something that I. Battle with, too. I want to say too, like. I think, and I don't know if we talked about this on like the internet warfare, but like, it's, it's so interesting. Cause like, I, I could see people just along those lines being like, oh, I miss like the old broads or like, I miss like the old Becca or the old Jess. And I know there's been some ways that we've, and I want to talk about this too in like positive light. I know there's been some ways that we've like shifted the podcast or like shifted the way that we handle things. But I will also say that I know from our personal relationship that like we have come such a long way and you have come such a long way in having a more healthy relationship to the podcast and to trying to please everyone all the time. And I can just say from an outsider's perspective that you are in a way, well, in my, in my, in my view, I can't speak for you, but it seems like you are in a way healthier place. Yeah. I think that I've, I've learned boundaries better when boundaries come to pleasing people, because that's the tough thing. Like I said, like I, I so, I, I so value so many of the people who listen to this show and I have, like I said, I am a different person than I was three years ago. And I put a lot of that weight into a lot of things that people have shared with me and a lot of getting called in and all of those things. I really do. But I have learned how to have better boundaries. But in that, that's why that I'm like, I want to apologize because there have been many times where I yeah, like I said, where I'm like, I say I'm going to show up and I don't. And what I and what I need to then learn with boundaries is it's it's like, OK, if I'm not 
if I don't know if I'm going to be able to show up, if there is any, oops. Okay, I apologize. The the internet in Nicaragua, we just we lost Becca for a second, so we just what? had to re-download and figure out what was going on. So I I'm trying to now remember what I was. What I think we were just talking about like being healthy. I was just saying like I feel like things are just like healthier actually like right. on our ends than they used to be. Yeah. Oh no, I was saying for me, I'm like I I do believe that like I I have learned how to create better boundaries for myself, for my own mental health. Um, But at the same time, like I was saying too, for a long time and then also still now at certain times when I say that I am going to address or that I say that I'm available and that I'm able Mm -hmm. and then I'm not, that's where the problem is. And I apologize for that. And I just want to say that I am in the process right now of learning and growing and figuring out how to do that healthily and also to be like I want to like I said I want to have the call-in moments I want to be able to receive those but I also then don't want to make these promises that then I cannot fulfill because therein lies the problem yeah and so that's something that I am really trying to actively work on and I just want to say that to you know, the broads out there and apologize for that. And then also just, I just wanted to say to um, address then the social media piece, like the fact of the matter is like, you know, I have been the past month, um, you know, I'll hop on, I'll post a story, I'll maybe look at a friend's and then I'm off. Um, and there may come a time where I start feeling better and there's some shifts in life and then I'm back engaged and I'm back doing that. I don't know. Um, But, but that is that, that is where I'm at right now. And I don't know if I'm explaining this all correctly, but I just wanted to say, I just wanted to make that apology. And I also also wanted to say that to people who are disappointed and hurt because of that and feel like, you know what, like, I don't want you Jess in my space anymore. I completely understand that and I completely respect that. And I just, I just wanted to, to put that out there. (sighs) I think, um, I was just thinking about like what I'm working on right now. And, uh, this is such a funny thing to say, but I feel like I'm working on, uh, being okay with being a disappointment. and what I mean by that is I think like all my life I've been plagued with this feeling of being like not good enough in so many ways Um, from a moral standpoint um, to, I mean, I mean, from everything under the sun, from being not good enough, like, I mean, just even going from childhood, like literally just like not being good enough to, I guess I just like always felt like I was on the outside when it came to like being raised Christian. Like I just like wasn't good enough. Like I just truly did not want to live my life in the way that I was expected to. And I, I sort of felt like I made peace from a really young age with just like, yeah, I guess I'm just like not going to be a, like good enough Christian Mm. or my parents, I'm not going to be, um, 
yeah, I'm like not good enough for my parents is a big one. Like I'm not going to live my life in the way that they want me to. And I guess that sounds empowering to say, but honestly, what it felt like for a lot of my life was really, really, really sad. And I still feel really, really, really sad about that. Mm. Like, yeah, I can like say it with a smile, but it's like, yeah, I don't feel like I'll ever be good enough for them. And it's something that has been, like I said, it's been in so many other parts of my life, just even like the fun parts too. Like the, the things I love doing, like hobbies, I'm just like, I'll never be a good enough rock climber. I'll never be a good enough artist. Like I'm just like not good enough. Um, and, and because I'm not good enough, it's because I'm holding myself to this like impossible standard for these things that is unrealistic or just like not super easily achievable, but I expect it to be or whatever. And even though it may not seem like it, it's something that comes into this stuff all the time with podcasting, with influencing. And, uh, and so it's funny because like my, my thought process in the past several months kind of processing through a lot of this has been like, well, no, I am good enough. Like, and kind of trying to rewire the thoughts in that way. But I've been, uh, I've been sort of shifting it and being like, mm. like, no, I'm not, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough to make everyone happy. I'm not good enough to um, achieve a perfect moral standing. I'm not good enough to stop saying stupid shit. Um. I'm not good enough to like apologize for, for everything. I'm not, but instead of that being discouraging, I guess I'm sort of working with like being okay with that. And the more that I sort of sit in that and I'm okay with it, actually like the better I feel. And it's not to say that I'm like ignoring trying. <laughs> if anyone knows me and just can speak this, I'm always fucking trying. Mm -hmm. And putting so much pressure on myself and but lately yeah lately I don't know I've just been it's just felt like sort of a trigger cycle like I say something and I'm not saying this with any snark, like I say something, people get triggered and then I get triggered because I'm like, damn, someone's unhappy with me. And it sometimes just feels like this endless cycle. And then I say something or I don't say something and someone is then mad at me. And then I'm just like, I can't, I can't do anything right. And I know we say all these like platitudes on the internet of like, it's not about being perfect. Like it's about learning. And, but, but honestly, like a lot of people come on the internet and th their thing is, is it is about being perfect. Like, I know, like I said, we spread those platitudes, but myself included, a lot of us don't, don't operate that way. It is about being perfect. It is about avoiding avoid it's about avoiding saying something wrong or apologizing to anyone anytime anyone says thinks you said something wrong 
And um, I don't know, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm rambling, but anyway, I don't know. I've just been thinking in like, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm just sort of like, is this, like, do people, do people want me here? Hmm. And it's not, it's not, by the way, this is another thing I want to say about this whole episode. And Jess and I said this beforehand, like, this is not like a fishing for compliment. Please message us and tell us how much you love us. And um, at all. No. This is called an apology episode. And us processing. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just like. Uh, yeah, it's sometimes just easy to get discouraged and be like. So, like, should I keep doing this? Mm -hmm. Like, is this best for me? Is this best for everyone else? Because sometimes I just feel like, sometimes I just feel like I'm getting caught up in my own personal triggers of, like, this back to this, like, and it's something that Gray and I have been talking about in our relationship, like, getting caught up in these, like, childhood triggers of, like, damn, am I just, like, not good enough? Like, am I just not going to make anyone happy here like is it best for me to just not be here yeah I mean you and I've talked about like doing more harm than good sometimes and processing that um yeah I yeah Justin and I have just been seriously been talking about like I don't know what the solution is and we're definitely not going to make any definite decisions but just to be transparent we're like do we need like do we need to take a break from doing this do we need to significantly scale back mm-hmm. how we're doing are we offering something mm-hmm. do we do we have something to offer right now Mm-hmm. so that's just to be that's just from the desk of rebecca h martinez <laughs> and, uh, just pretty like in real time processing about all that kind of stuff and it's just conversations we've been having over the past few days um yeah i don't know yeah but and i just you know echoing what you said about like the fishing for compliments or you know or making excuses or whatever this comes off as to whoever is listening um just attempting to just be fully transparent and blatant about everything that's been going yeah, on we would do in this situation like like i said we had a yeah. pre-recording episode and it was just like it just doesn't feel right to like put out right now it doesn't feel authentic and the the fact of the matter is we might be we might be doing this we might be apologizing and we might be explaining all of this in the in a completely wrong way like this might be a fucking this might be all wrong 
And, but right now this is what we felt like we should do. And we did put thought into what we were going to (laughs) say. So also on the thread of all this stuff about impulsivity, like we didn't really think about what we were going to say and what we wanted to share and we just yeah, and I don't like, know if I came across if I if mine translated at all. I'm like I apologize for any like strain of or a string of thought that didn't make any sense or anything. I'm I'm yeah. So I guess with with all that being said, you know, we just wanted to come on here and um, like Becca was saying before felt like there were things that we wanted to make sure that we apologized for and that we addressed. And again, if you have no idea what's been going on and this is so confusing, we're sorry about that too. Um, welcome to Chatty Broads. <laughs> welcome to Chatty Broads. We're a whole fucking mess of confusion. Um, but yeah, just taking away and, and, and kind of wrapping this up. I just wanted to say that we so appreciate all the support for all of these years. Like we're able to support our families and make a business out of this. And that's unbelievable. And yeah, we're processing knowing, you know, where we're landing in this space and and how we're going to move forward. But the support from everyone who's been listening over the years means so much but at the same time, wanting to wrap up to saying that, like Becca was talking about earlier, acknowledging that nothing is owed. We're not owed thanks. We're not owed positive responses. We're not owed any of that. And um, I totally understand that there are people who are hurt and angry in this situation and also acknowledge that there might be people who want to step away from us. And I guess in that, just want to say like, I see that and yeah. Yeah. And I think like it's, what's important is that the relationship stays reciprocal, reciprocal, right? Like it's not a one-sided thing. Like it's not just, Oh, we provide entertainment that everyone is owed and it's not just people owe us support and Mm-mm. with nothing on our end and I think it's true it's important to remember that like with any sort of like entertainment thing which is ultimately what we are a podcast like it's reciprocal they reciprocal like we make money from it and it's our business and hopefully you are entertained and if you're not anymore well damn that sucks and I understand <laughs> but on that end with lots of like media that I've consumed and loved Mm-hmm. And I totally understand. And I get how that can feel disappointing and like a betrayal or, or whatever. And I, and again, like we've talked about, I totally understand how in these situations people felt duped and taken advantage of. Um, and I hope we can make that right. And if we can't, uh, for you as an individual, well, I hope we gave you something special for however long you've been tuning in. And that's mm-hmm. all we can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving forward so yeah so yeah well that's heavy yeah well I hope that I hope that some people still want to still want to listen and uh yeah. <laughs> oh I think um I, I I know that two 
just from our conversations and I know people pick up are picking up on it too, that like, yeah, we've, we've been going in a bit of a different direction than maybe we used to. And, um, for me, at least it feels right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, we've, and, you know, obviously behind the scenes, this, the past few months has kind of content, by the way, is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, yeah content. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like what kind of podcast like we want to put out in the future. Yeah. And, Whatever. You know, behind the scenes, obviously, the past few months has been us trying to kind of find our footing here and and figure out what we want to put out and what we want to. Yeah, what this what this is now, because obviously things move and change and grow in different directions. And, you know, Becca and I behind the scenes, um, you know, what our hope is moving forward um, is kind of we have these ideas um that are going to be more organized and uh kind of yeah this direction that we feel like we're wanting to go in but have it be and i want to talk more about this to kind of clarify and more like uh in more kind of concrete terms of where we want to go and like like just said we're kind of figuring that out Mm -hmm. but i can say for certainty from our conversations that i know what we both want to do is we want to talk about stuff and create a podcast that brings us joy. Mm-hmm. But ultimately no dollar amount is worth it. If, if it's not joyful and if mm-hmm. it's not like, yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that's where we're at and yeah. we're going to clarify like what exactly that looks like, but, um, and, and if it brings you joy, welcome. And it doesn't, um if it doesn't we appreciate the time we love you yeah we love you and we so appreciate the time that that you've you've spent listening to us it does mean a lot and if that means then that it's no longer there like that's that's okay and we do like sincerely appreciate the time that we've spent together yes yeah all the time we yeah yeah um, did you have a high school graduation song? Do you remember what it was? Oh my god! <laughs> okay, I went to a really small school, and I'm trying to remember what the song was. But I was the one who like kind of came up with it because I sang it at the graduation, <laughs> and it's a, it's some like emotional Ryan Cabrera song. <laughs> I have to find what it was called. Do you remember how? No, I don't remember, but all I know is that my fucking ass was like, I'm going to come up with the song and I will be singing it. And I was just on stage, just like, you know, singing my Ryan Cabrera song, like, to, to the class. Will you sing some of it for us in the next episode, please? Our yes, next- I'll, yes, I 100% will. I will find the name of the song and I will relearn it and I will sing part of it. Okay, so let's sing out the the my graduation song then as we exit because it was so emotional. I stand by this pick we chose in leadership. Um, we did, uh, I, at least I think we did. At least it was one that I voted on. I don't remember if we actually did it. It was You've Got a Friend in Me. Toy Story. Oh my gosh, that song is makes me emo- so emotional. <laughs> no, don't And don't even get me started on Jesse's song in the second Toy Story. Oh. Oh my God. Okay, right. ready? Yeah. We love you, Broads. Chat we soon. love you so much, Broads. We'll chat soon. Ready? Uh-huh. You got, got a friend, friend in me. You got, got a friend in me. 
Up ahead and you're miles and you're miles from your nice warm bed. You just, just remember. remember what your old pal said. Boy, you've got a friend in me. Okay, tears. Chat soon, bro. Chat soon. Entresto, Sucubitril Valsartan Tablets, is the number one heart failure brand prescribed by cardiologists and has helped over one million people. It's a prescription medicine that treats adults with long-lasting heart failure and works better when the heart cannot pump a normal amount of blood to the body. Don't take Entresto if pregnant. It can cause harm or death to an unborn baby. Don't take Entresto with an ACE inhibitor or Aliskiran, or if you've had angioedema with an ACE or ARB. Don't take with Aliskiran or within 36 hours of taking an ACE inhibitor. The most serious side effects are angioedema, low blood pressure, kidney problems, or high blood potassium. Angioedema is swelling of your face, lips, tongue, and throat that may cause death. If it causes difficulty breathing, get emergency help. Ask your doctor about Entresto. To learn more, visit support.entresto.com or call 833-446-6699. For pricing, visit entresto.com backslash cost. If you can't afford your medication, Novartis may be able to help.